to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches and i'm czar boys i don't know if you've noticed this but we're getting close to the 100th episode of the game tea podcast yeah i think we're only about like four episodes away that's pretty crazy especially coming off of the hype of celebrating our first year anniversary and look i know Can't peaches has 100 episodes i know peaches hasn't technically been a host but he's criticized us enough since the first episode to be a host so i don't really see the difference you're welcome yeah i can that checks out he's pretty much been around since the beginning in one way or another (laughs) exactly exactly so i don't know if we're planning on doing anything too special for the 100th episode because uh we just got done celebrating the first year of podcasting and that was a pretty big endeavor but we'll see we'll see we might have something special maybe i'll bust out the recorder bust out the recorder (laughs) (laughs) a recorder rendition of our intro music (laughs) i can play the arena Uh, Could we get the shitty flute guy to do a rendition of our theme song? I don't know. I've heard he's pretty expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Peaches, you're in charge of that. (laughs) Yeah, Peaches, how about you fucking help for once? (laughs) Yeah, let me get in contact with his people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's feeling itinerary today? No Noah? tankers. Right, no cool. Tankers. I guess no, 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 no itinerary. Let's. Uh, are we going home then? Is that how that works? <laughs> if the teacher doesn't show up in ten minutes, you're legally allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna call. If nobody raises their hand, I'm gonna call on someone. Just put the gun down, JP. I'll do itinerary. Okay. Uh, no, I'm gonna hold on to the gun, but you're gonna. Do... <laughs> I, I'm just for safety. <laughs> Um, all right. So today on the podcast, we are talking about Microsoft wanting to buy Discord. Amazon is getting even more into game development. GameStop isn't dead yet, maybe. And then we got some quick takes. Yeah, that's a pretty good news day. I'm excited to talk about every single one of those articles. Yeah, it's a pretty diverse news week. Yeah, you know, it's it's good to see other people are doing stuff other than Sony. I was about to say, I feel like you two are really trying to call me out right now. (laughs) No, no, we're not being passive aggressive at all. All right, good, because, you know, I'm stupid and I don't pick up on things like that. No, this isn't sarcasm. (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) Is this some console problem that I'm too master race to understand? Shut the fuck up, Peach. (laughs) God, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) fuck alright Zara I think this first guy belongs to you alright since it is all Microsoft it is my article Um, but as a brief little tangent before I dive into this one uh, how do you guys feel about Xbox Game Pass you know I saw Octopath Traveler is now available and advertised (laughs) Peach did you hear that you got access to one of the greatest games ever made I already told you guys, I'm pretty sure uh, Game Pass is probably one of the worst deals in gaming. I don't know. (laughs) If you're not getting Game Pass for Octopath Traveler, then what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Don't be like that, peaches. Worst deal in gaming, don't at me. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fucking petty. (laughs) Absolutely. Isn't that why I'm here? Yeah, basically. That checks out. (laughs) Anywho, this article is coming to us from businessinsider.com and is written by Grace Dean. So thank you, Grace. Basically, in summation of this entire article, Microsoft is considering buying Discord, you know, the voice chat and messaging app that I'm sure 90% of everyone uses who games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they want it for more than 10 billion. Oh, 10 billion guys. That's pretty solid. 
I mean, it makes sense though, right? Like yeah, that well, valuation I, seems pretty on the money. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't value Discord really anything less than that. And I mean, this is really huge news because of the big news of how much money Microsoft spent on Bethesda just a few weeks ago. Now they're already scoping out their next target. Do we do we got a number on how much they spent on Bethesda? I can't remember. It was something huge, though. I think it was like seven billion or something. Seven point five billion. That's actually kind of crazy. If uh, if it, if Discord on its own is worth more than all of those studios they bought under Zenimax. Yeah. Well, before that, the record that Microsoft spent on a studio was um, Notch or Mojang, uh, basically buying Minecraft, and they yeah. bought that for like fifteen million. That's not surprising at all. Wait, 15 million sounds low. Oh, I thought you said 15 billion. Well, I mean, this was years ago, though, when Minecraft was still really huge, but they wanted it on like their specific platform for a while. Yeah. OK, I just looked it up. Minecraft was 2.5 billion and that was years ago. Oh, was it 2.5? Yeah, 2.5 billion. I don't know where I was getting 15 million. $15 million for the studio that has the best-selling game ever made, maybe besides Tetris. I was like, $15 maybe million is a Tetris. steal. <laughs> I don't, dude, come on. Te- do you know, Tetris has been on literally every console ever, ever created, so... I don't want to ruin this in case we do trivia later, but Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. Yeah, it I believe that. Tetris? It beat Tetris. No, I can, I can absolutely believe Minecraft. But yeah, uh, but no, but you're, you're right there. And I'm dumb, I guess. Uh, they bought it for <laughs> 2.5 billion, but you know, then 7 billion for Bethesda, and now 10 billion for Discord. Man, they are throwing cash around, boys. So yeah. we've made, or I was gonna say, so we've made this observation in the past, right? Where like. We don't think that there's like a quote unquote console war going on necessarily, but whereas Sony is really focusing on IPs and like internally what it can do to make all these amazing games and products, Microsoft is looking outward, right? And kind of seeing like, okay, I don't know if we're going to be able to catch up with PlayStation at this point, but what we can do is buy a bunch of shit to make ourselves into this huge, powerful giant, right? That's why they're buying all these studios and trying to like insert themselves and all these different businesses and how insane would it be if they bought discord the absolute number one voice chat option for gamers everywhere i would be thrilled that would be incredibly convenient for me <laughs> if, Dis- if discord got integrated onto xbox i mean that'd be pretty fucking wild but you know as the article like talks about later on they it does say that it seems more likely that discord is just going to go public you know it's, and just start selling some stocks stocks it's it's absolutely true i was i was kind of saving this towards the end but yeah all of this is just speculation well not even speculation it's just been talks there's there's no deal that is imminent and no paperwork has been drawn or signed yet. It's just kind of conversation with department heads back and forth for now. It's definitely intriguing to think about, though, and it actually kind of raises the question that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Like, in my opinion, when Microsoft acquires things like this, they do a really good job of like allowing the company or entity or whatever to stay true to what it is without like interfering too much. If Microsoft was to take on Discord, do you think they'd change anything too drastically or do you think they'd pretty much keep Discord the way it is? I I think there would definitely be some changes um, and I could definitely envision them implementing Discord onto Xbox platforms like Peaches said earlier. And naturally, if you introduce it, this uh, PC voice chat onto a console where it's never been, never even thought of being, there's going to definitely be some home screen changes, maybe even some different dynamics that they include, maybe even some limitations um, right. from Xbox to PC. I don't know. It's It's hard to tell, but... It could also be very straightforward and there will be no changes. I I do think Microsoft is going to kind of have a hands off approach. They just want to utilize what they do on their platforms. Interesting. Peaches, what about you? What do you think? 
Well, I'm just if if Microsoft gets Discord, I'm just excited to bring my Xbox avatar onto Discord, baby. Let's go. He can finally wake up. <laughs> the greatest nap ever taken. <laughs> but I'm, in all reality, I think that if Microsoft takes over Discord, I'm pretty sure Skype is just going away, right? Like Skype still technically exists, but does it? Skype fucking blows. <laughs> you know, that actually, <laughs> that makes sense. You know, Xbox or Microsoft does have a deal with Skype because you can use Skype on Xboxes and any Microsoft platform. And I, I don't know if they had a non-compete com, ugh, a non-compete clause or not. In which case they they legally couldn't buy Discord. Well, if so, if that was the case, um, then we probably wouldn't be hearing about them in talks with uh, Discord. So that I'm is go fair. ahead and assume that Microsoft is well within their rights to do this. All right, I'll t- I'll take off the tinfoil hat. <laughs> I told you to throw that thing away. Never. <laughs> <laughs> he works hard on that. I did. Looks like a wizard hat. <laughs> I'm just saying my eyes have been very heavy on the Xbox Series S lately, boys. So um, if Discord was acquired, that'd be pretty cool. But of course, just talks. It would be neat, but it's just talks. It's just talks. I honestly don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if Microsoft took on Discord. So all we can do really is just kind of wait and see what happens, right? However, I do want to ask one more question to both of you two. So... Which which path do you think Discord should take? Do you think they should take 10 billion from Microsoft and end up on their platforms? Or do you think they would make a lot more money if they went public and sold themselves? That's a really excellent question. Here, The thing is, like, so on the PlayStation side, if I have a huge complaint about PlayStation that I didn't talk about from the PlayStation 5, review we just did the voice chat option is so fucking garbage it's not even that the voice chat is like bad like the voice itself like people come in clear and like when it works it works just fine but like the menu systems that they've been navigating we talked about it last year Zar. i think zach was still here how playstation completely changed the way you get into like parties and groups and then chat with your friends it's yeah, garbage and they started monitoring those chats Yes, it's garbage. It's not at all user friendly and it's very confusing. So I think if Discord found a way to work with everybody and get on the PlayStation side, there's there's plenty of opportunity for money on that side. But then again, it's hard to beat like total integration in Microsoft money. So I don't know. Peaches, what do you think? Now, um, obviously, Discord would make so much more money going public i mean you think it, it so? really is I, I think it's a matter of how like involved do they want to be because if they sell to microsoft i wonder if they're just like you know they, they you know everybody just walks away with their 10 billion and is like all right well done with that Bye! um but they are they stand to make a lot more money going public because discord is just so rapidly growing i mean discord used to be like just what you talk to your like friends while you're gaming with and it's evolved way beyond that you know it's it's used by pretty much anybody i mean it's very user friendly you know you can just stream your screen right from here into however many people you know there's the channel system is really well set up so you can you know establish a fan base really easily game d podcast discord by the way um (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) shameless plug um, yeah, uh, so it's just, it's very accessible to everybody, not just people who are playing games. Right. And so that's why I think that it stands to make a lot more money being public and just selling on the stock market, you know? I don't know if there's too much else we can say about this article, especially since, like, these are all seriously, like, I hate to say it, Czar, don't get excited, tinfoil hat theories, because this is all just talk. Yeah, it's it's true. I think at when all of this is said and done, I do believe that Discord is going to go public. I think Peaches is right. They stand to make a lot more money. They stand to keep more independence. 
And I think it's just a much more solid business decision than selling out to Microsoft, even though I am very biased in selling out to Microsoft and everyone should become one with the box. <laughs> one with the box. Like I said, one I'm looking at box. that Series S. It's looking pretty sweet. Join us. Honestly, Zar, Zar saying that made me think that like he just played a soundbite and it freaked me out for a second. <laughs> it's like, I usually don't hear the soundbites. At least not while recording. All right, guys, I say we move on to the next article. Let's move it along. Yeah, what now, do we got next? Amazon? Is this about the Luna? I Are we talking about it's... my cat? No, we're not talking about your cat. Take oh. Luna's tinfoil hat off. Oh. I, I, I don't think this is about the Luna. Bummer. It's not specifically, so I can take on this one. Um, Amazon is opening a new game studio in Montreal led by Rainbow Six Siege developers. This is coming to us from TheVerge.com, written by Taylor Lyles. So, Taylor, thank you very much. So getting a little bit into the article here, Amazon is illustrating its commitment to game development with a new studio opening, despite its struggles to make a hit game in recent years. <laughs> the company on Tuesday announced the new studio's Montreal-based team, which will create original AAA games with an initial focus on a new online multiplayer title. The new studio will be led by industry veterans who worked on Ubisoft's Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Amazon Games Montreal Studio is its fourth studio with three other locations based in Seattle, San Diego, and Orange County. Did any of you play Siege? Um, for like 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, it hit a concurrent player peak, I want to say a few weeks ago, but we didn't really talk about it because... I don't know. I don't think any of us really care about Siege. Um, I but... really don't. <laughs> so there's a few pieces of important data to extrapolate from what we just read. So I want to first point out the comedy in the first sentence being Amazon is illustrating its <laughs> commitment to game development with a new studio opening with a little bit of dirt in there, despite its struggles to make a hit game in recent years. <laughs> They're, so, they're throwing shade pretty early on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that is what we call in our industry shade, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute shade. Um, So I guess my first question for you guys is, what is it with these companies that have, you know, no business trying to get involved with gaming, getting involved with gaming? Like, well, that's course, why I asked if this was about the Luna. Have they all but abandoned that? No, the Luna is still like trying to make it. If you go on Amazon, it's like the, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I look at a ton of gaming shit, obviously. But the Luna is usually front page, something that they're offering. But it just gives us it gives off such Google Stadia vibes, you know, everything well, yeah. about it from the gaming they platform made it specifically to counteract the Google Stadia. <laughs> yeah, but they did so when the Stadia was already dying. And I feel like Amazon looked at an opportunity here where they were like, hey, the stadium is dying. Maybe that's our chance to swoop in, swoop in instead of the more realistic approach, which is, hey, this company that doesn't do gaming stuff usually made a gaming product and it sucked and failed. Maybe we could do it better with the exact same idea and the exact same platform. Why not? <laughs> I didn't say it was a good business idea. <laughs> It's pretty generous of you to say the Stadia was ever really living, though. I mean, that, that thing was like dead on arrival. It really was. Even anybody that got like the quote unquote founders edition had such an awful time, mostly because of like the server issues. So I guess that's the first question really is like, do you guys see the parallels here between what Amazon's doing and what Google was doing with, you know, trying to get into gaming? And how do you feel about it? I can't wait to watch it all burn. That you're not getting. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. I think there's a difference, uh, an important difference between you know creating a platform like the Stadia or the Luna, and making a game developer or establishing a, another game developer studio, right? So they already have some like game studios i think they mention it later in the article that it's, they have some in seattle san diego orange county and now this one's opening in montreal so this studio is specifically going to be focusing on multiplayer games but i like their only other amazon title that is actually like available for anybody to play i think is crucible 
And that was a that was a failure, which is what was alluded to with the shade at the beginning of the article. What the hell is Crucible? We talked about it briefly. It's, yeah, it's like a free to play shooter. Uh, I don't know. It was very generic and not noteworthy at all. But the game that they're working on that's building a lot of hype right now is there is a MMO called New World. Now, this isn't made by the Montreal team. I don't know which team is making this, but it's one of the Amazon Game Studios is making an MMO called New World. Right. That has a lot of hype. This studio, you know, they say they're focusing on making an online multiplayer game. And I don't know. I feel weird about Amazon getting in on game development, just generally speaking, because... Amazon, like you, you, you know in the back of your head that Amazon is treating these developers just as shitty as they treat their employees, you know? Yeah, that's half the problem. I have been hearing a lot of controversy in that avenue. Something about urinating in bottles. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And let's get one thing straight. I mean, there's already a, pro- a problem in the gaming industry with how game devs are treated. We talk about it all the time with like these crunches that they're constantly going through. We talk about like every other week just because it's so prominent. But that's in a gaming industry that's been established in doing these things for years. Peaches, you're absolutely right. Can you imagine how Amazon's treating these people? I bet it's not great. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to... I'll put money on not good. All right, so we've got that going. Now, let's say that everything's good in the hood, and we believe that Amazon's going to treat these guys well, and that the team is actually a very competent team, which I don't think that they're not. I'm just saying that, like, under Amazon's rule, I think it's a little sketchy. Yeah, oh, yeah. they you- probably have talent. It's just how are they managing that talent? Right, exactly. But my question on that is, like... We've already seen a similar instance with Google doing this, obviously, and failing miserably. What do you think Amazon is going to do to make their situation different, if anything at all? Not a damn thing. They're going to die in the exact same hole on the exact same trail. That Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid take. Uh, What about you, Peaches? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. I I hope Amazon makes a new version of Google's hit game, The Internet is Out to Play as this dinosaur running across the trail. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best game ever. (laughs) Change my mind. Oh, that was really funny, pieces. Uh, yeah, that's about right. So, I mean, do either of you guys have any faith that the studio is going to be able to create something competent? Even the person who wrote this article didn't seem to think so. <laughs> I'm excited for New World, but that's their well, that's one of their other studios. I, I feel like Amazon creating a multiplayer online title is just mm-hmm. prime for being EA2 Electric Boogaloo. electric boogaloo (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) well i think they can they're the only way they're ever gonna find a hit game so to speak is if they you know make the new flappy bird or you know they make the new (laughs) angry bird something that's like on the edge of mobile but expansive enough to capture i don't know basically anyone's attention that is fair you mean like Pocket League, the new mobile Rocket League? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> you guys want you guys want to one v one me in Pocket League? No. <laughs> not like not at all. <laughs> Just a flat no. That's not, a hard pass, man. <laughs> like I put, I could put up with a lot of shit, but <laughs> but no. All right. What do you guys think? Anything else to discuss here? We I've never be I've never heard us be so pessimistic about anything before. Well, when the the author of the article is just as pessimistic pessimistic as we are. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like New World, it looks pretty cool. I've seen some people play it. I might I might get down on that, but triple A you know, online multiplayer game. Never going to happen. You, you know, you're going to have to. It's going to be a hard sell. All right. I think with that being said, we can move on to the last article of the day. Speaking of hard sells. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. Go for it. So this article comes to us from PC Mag. Uh, it's called GameStop to sell PC hardware, including the RTX 3000 graphics cards. It's coming from us from Michael Kahn. So, 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. That was low no, hanging I, I fruit. I, I get it, you know. It was right there. You have to take it. I gotta take it. Alright, so in a Tuesday earnings call, GameStop CEO George Sherman said the company will expand its product catalog. Uh, this includes our growing product offerings across PC gaming, computers, monitors, game tables, mobile gaming, and gaming TVs, only to name a few. The company also produced a new weekly ad showing GameStop pl uh, planning on selling RTX 3000 graphics cards, motherboards, power supplies, and PC desktop cases. So, from there, I mean, this is pretty cool. I like this a lot from GameStop. What about you guys? Okay, yeah, it's cool, but hot take here. We just talked about dying on the same trail as another company. This is basically the new Radio Shack. Like, GameStop is now Radio Shack. And I know there's a lot of people out there who have no freaking idea what a Radio Shack is. Radio Shack! <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Let's... Radio Shack is a lot different from, like, a store that's selling PC parts, you know? I think is PC it? building they... has gotten so popular that this is actually probably the best move that GameStop could have made. And I talked with a, our, my buddy Jakey a long time ago about exactly this, and I think GameStop's doing the right move, pivoting away from Funko Pops, hopefully, and into... <laughs> oh, no, they'll still be abundant. You know, PC parts. So, but you know, Radio Shack had that remote control robot that would dance. That's kind of like a popo funk. Hell yeah, I remember that. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't remember the name of that robot, but. <laughs> so what's funny is I agree with both of you. I think that Peaches is right in that the fact that it's a smart move for GameStop to go this route because obviously they sat down and was like, guys, this is really surprising, but the Funko Pops aren't selling well. And every shareholder was like, what? That can't be right. Check the numbers again. But I also agree with Czar that it may be a smart move, but it's also one that clearly is starting to show a little bit of desperation. It's like they, they needed to go in some route. Okay, I got I, okay. I got another question then. Are yeah. they gonna have are they gonna have the Apple geniuses? Are they gonna have the um, Geek Squad, <laughs> the Best Buy Geek Squad? Because if they don't have any of that, how can anyone trust them to build PCs for them? I mean, do you even trust a GameStop employee to tell you what game you should get? Oh God, no! <laughs> exactly. Nor would like, I ever I, trust them with my these PC. People for help, you're gonna go in there knowing what you want already. You're going to check out and leave, all right? You don't want to talk to nobody. That's how I go into every store nowadays, and I think that's how most people are going <laughs> into these stores. So then why wouldn't you just get your PCs online? I like talking to people. But ev but everywhere online is subject to bots. JP, don't you say you like talking to people? I do like talking to people. You social bastard. <laughs> I like doing things when hanging out and meeting new people. It's my it's my thing. I, I like I like talking to my friends, you know, kissing the homies good night. I'm all about that stuff. Strangers, nah. Oh yeah, kissing Extroverts, the homies good night. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are completely ignoring a totally different issue here. So here's a little anecdote for you. I am currently in the process of building our good friend, Paul. You might know Paul as uh, the one who designed all of the podcast's um, artwork, all of Game T's artwork. Also, if you haven't noticed, we changed our artwork. It now includes oh, yeah. peaches. Why haven't we mentioned that? Yeah, shout out. Big shout out to Paul, actually, for Huge redoing our artwork. And goddamn, it looks great. Great job, Paul. Yeah, oh, yeah, looks, even peaches, even peaches loved it. And I was like, OK, if peaches loves it, peaches doesn't love anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I love Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK, anyway, for all of the Paul never charged us for any of the work that we that he did for us on the uh, podcast stuff. He never charged me a dime. So to thank him, I am building him a three thousand dollar gaming computer. OK, like he's wow. putting He's putting everything in this motherfucker, except yeah, for one that thing. It's going to be a powerful piece. The graphics cards. The graphics cards. Do you uh -oh. know why that is? 
because fucking Bitcoin miners have bought buying all of the graphics cards off of the goddamn market. So the only way to get a graphics card is to buy a fucking pre-built computer right now. 100%. Well, actually, I don't know anything about the Bitcoin part, but you're <laughs> God damn scalpers again. It's not it's it, there's some scalpers, but it's really it's the Bitcoin and Ethereum mining going on right now that is really just absolutely wrecking the market for all of these graphics cards like any graphics card that is able to mine bitcoin which is like basically all the higher end ones that you would want to put into a pc they're gone they're getting bought up by all of these bots on the market that are running these bitcoin farms and ethereum mining farms but you know i i have heard uh, through the grapevine uh, being reddit that there is a change coming to Ethereum mining, at least, where it's going to be like it's like proof of something. I don't know. The the whole the whole cryptocurrency doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but people yeah, are going to do it. it whatever. All right, we're, we're getting down <laughs> but, a rabbit hole here. The point we are. We're getting down a huge rabbit hole because I don't understand cryptocurrency at all. The Here's the point. You can't find a graphics card worth shit right now without paying three times its price because of scalpers. That's due to a lot of things. It could be due to the cryptocurrency path that Peaches is talking about, but it's also the fact that because of the virus, manufacturing of these parts is very, very difficult right now. And therefore, actually getting your hands on any of these graphics cards is a really, really big challenge. It's Especially with the 3000 series cards, because one, the 3070 and the 3080 are so new that even people, you know, even without the pandemic and like shortages of supplies, everyone wants to get their hands on those cards. They just released the 3060, which is a powerhouse for its price. Those have been really hard to find, despite, you know, even without the pandemic. And I don't know where we're at with the 3090. It's just no more news has come out about it yet. So and even if it did, that graphics card is going to cost you an arm and a leg. So literally, there was a section right here where the author of this article said, quote, the product listings for the various RTX 3000 cards can already be found by searching GameStop's website, which sounds good, right? But then literally right after he says, however, every listing currently says the cards are not available. (laughs) A few other listings says the products won't arrive until April 16th. And let me tell you, as a PC builder, April 16th is very optimistic. Yeah, (laughs) that's rapidly approaching. So I don't know why they're making this big announcement now, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, because the thing that they're advertising the most is, you know, they're going to do all PC components, but they're really trying to kind of brag about their accessibility to graphics cards. And I can just tell you straight up that that's not going to be true. And the author seems to have found that out, too. So. I don't know what GameStop's plan of action is here. You know, I think uh, what I hope is that they actually start selling these parts in store, like as well as online, because if I can avoid having to deal with bots online, I will go into a store and buy a thing I, I can manage. But like, if it's if this is going to get entirely bought up by the online bots, I think this is just a waste. I mean, it's going to be no different from Newegg, you know, because that's like uh, Czar brought up the fact that this is reminiscent um, to him of like Radio Shack. To me, it seems like they're going more the Newegg approach where maybe like they're going to be doing this from more of an online standpoint. I don't know exactly for sure yet, but Newegg is 100 percent sold out of all these graphics cards. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like I'm thinking in my mind, like what makes GameStop think that they're going to be able to find a way to get graphics cards when the biggest online seller of PC components cannot. It just does not make sense to me. It could be their ultimate failure. Um, I kind of wanted to bring up a side point. um, Yeah, what's that? In reference to another article that I read uh, from NintendoWire.com, and it's written by Jackson Tapp. Thanks, Jackson. Uh, Reggie fils and others are stepping down from the board of director from GameStop. Do you think that this decision to turn into, I'm going to say Radio Shack again, is, <laughs> is the cause of Reggie, among other board members, stepping down? 
Like, do you think that's why they left or no, because it no, wasn't, I mean, they didn't think it was a good idea or. <laughs> Reggie did his thing. He made the stock go up and then he's like, all right, my work is done. We talked about it weeks ago. Well, yeah, but he like just resigned. And then this news came out. I mean, yeah, he did. He did his GameStop move and then that's all he needed to do. I don't know. Nintendo doesn't really <laughs> like PC. I could, I could see it. It shying him away. Dude, I honestly have no idea. I mean, maybe they recognize that it's kind of a sinking ship. I see this as a very, like I said, it's smart, but it's desperate because GameStop is clearly trying to go a different avenue with trying to get money and get attention to their website. Like the future of GameStop, in my opinion, and it's just speculation. First, they're probably going to close all of their, you know, brick and mortar stores and just become an online seller of products, you know. Unless they want to build new locations purely out of Funko Pops, which they could probably do. <laughs> just build a little shack out of all the Funko Pops. <laughs> all the Funko Pops. This Funko Pop isn't uh, isn't for sale. It's load bearing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't like one person. Just don't touch that. What's <laughs> falls down? It's like just a stacked column of Marvel <laughs> thing. Oh, the statues, <laughs> like the thing. The Fantastic Four, the thing. Oh my and god, that's, that's the load-bearing column. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so I think their brick and mortar stores are going to close. I think they're going to move entirely online for new and used gaming. I think eventually they're probably going to have to liquidate their assets, and that's probably going to be the end of GameStop. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know that for sure. We'll see. Maybe they'll pull something out of their butt. But if if even Legendary couldn't fix this problem, <laughs> I'm just saying. I You know, I don't... Maybe Reggie is more suited to... Like, not the uh, game retailer, but maybe more the game developer side of things. Or, Could be. I mean, you know, actually, Nintendo is kind of all over the place, but I think GameStop was a feat to take on if he thought he was going to save GameStop. I think Reddit did more to save GameStop than Reggie probably did. And, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, uh, this, the task of saying GameStop is a lot for one man. What if Reggie yeah. was the original Redditor that got that going? What if Reggie <laughs> was potato in my ass 69? He probably was. I don't know about you guys, but I I got GameStop on my Deadpool this year. Damn. Zar, what have we told you about the tinfoil hat? If we have to tell you a third time, we're going to take it away. It's not a tinfoil hat. It's like March Madness. You just pick who, what's going to die this year. There's Game no way GameStop dies this year. Um, probably not this year. If we're going Deadpool, I'd say probably, let's call it 2024. All right, well, in 2024, then you put GameStop on your Deadpool. This year, I got 50 bucks on, on GameStop. Okay, okay. Chez? Um, I think GameStop will be dead by 2030. Wow. wow, that is generous. I agree. Like, I could see you going like 2026, 2027, 27, but 2030? Uh, in nine years, you won't remember this, so it will never have to come up again. That's that's fair. <laughs> you would be very surprised. I remember a lot of shit that nobody else remembers. I'm writing it down right now. I just ha can't lose this piece of paper for like, what, nine years? Now I just have to remember where I put the paper. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be nine years from now. Sars is like running around his office. Fuck, I don't know what it was, but I needed to remember something today. I've had this damn like st string tied on my finger for years. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> All right. How about some quick takes, boys? Quick I think we takes. should get to some quick takes. All right. So for our first quick take, we have Cyberpunk 2077 lead designer leaves CD Projekt Red after eight years. Oof. Bummer. So I wanted to talk about this because a lot of people are freaking out about this, and it's actually not that big of a deal, to be honest. <laughs> like, 
this guy, he's been with... It's a big deal in the sense that he's been with CD Projekt Red for a long time, but he was not a lead game designer that whole time. And in fact, he was only a lead game designer for, I think, the last year, maybe even less than that, of Cyberpunk 2077's development. So he probably um, caught some flack from Cyberpunk. <laughs> he he was one of the people I think that was like he was like the big one on Twitter, you know, going out saying, you know, stop sending death threats to the developers, which stop sending death threats to the developers, just generally speaking. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, just, As um, a general rule of thumb. Yeah, just if you're thinking about sending death threats to somebody, how about you just don't and do literally anything else with your day? How about you don't? <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to talk about this because it is it is kind of a big deal in the sense that going forward, you know, you know who knows who's going to take over. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people online saying like, oh, you see, this is just showing how bad CD Projekt Red is. And it's like, it, that's really not what it is. It's more this guy. He's been there for eight years and he probably had another job opportunity. Maybe that Haven studio we were talking about last week offered him a job. Oh, that'd Dang. be crazy. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be pretty interesting. But this guy, he was a QA tester back when uh, Witcher 3 released, and then he just slowly started moving his way up the ranks. And so I think maybe he got spotted by a talent agency and he got, you know, better, bigger, better things, you know? And hey, a company without death threats is a good place to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think if it was the threats, he probably would have left earlier, right? Because the dust, mm-hmm. is, the dust is completely settled on the Cyberpunk 2077 thing. And you can argue about what its legacy is after all of that. But I mean, if he made it through that and then quit, I don't think that's plausible. I mean, I think you're right there, Peaches. I think he probably just got, you know, offered something or yeah, swooped or got swooped. He was just got offered (laughs) a different opportunity. Who knows? Because it didn't seem like in his tweet he had any malicious like intent behind leaving CD Projekt Red. Just probably time to move on. Yeah. I mean, he spent eight years there. That is a long time to be with one company. That's true. That is yeah, true. That's definitely, that's definitely true. All right. So moving on to the next one, we got Valve is ta- taking Half-Life out of narrative limbo, maybe. Oh. Um, in a recent interview, uh, Valve was talking about how after the release of Half-Life Alex, they do not want the Half-Life series to be kept in this narrative limbo and uh spoilers ahead so you know let me give you like you guys like three seconds to get out of here listeners not not you two you guys have to deal with the possible light spoilers oh i was like oh i'm leaving my room (laughs) (laughs) i don't get i don't give a shit spoil it yeah so um listeners are gone that care about spoilers so half-life alex has a bit of a like big ending from what i've seen like that kind of fucks around with like the story of half-life and so if if valve does not you know kind of capitalize on the hype with half-life and like start at least working on half-life 3 i mean they're really shooting themselves in the foot here it it is insane that they were able they made a absolutely marvelous vr game like half-life alex is better than any vr game i've ever seen in my life Sure. And so they need to capitalize and like keep the narrative going of Half-Life because they brought everybody that had given up back with Half-Life Alex. So hopefully this, you know, them saying they don't want it to be a narrative limbo, you know, means that we're going to see more games coming and not, you know, they hired some fan fiction writer to post a thing on Twitter. Nope. Not going to (laughs) happen. Zara is not not convinced. They don't do threes. All right. Uh, Czar, I'm going to pass off the last quick take to you. All right. Well, this this quick take makes no sense to me. It's coming to us from The Verge. And um, Xbox is no longer going to be using their trademark Xbox Live. It will now be Xbox Network. What? And I think I I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? It's something to do. They, they've been doing a lot of changes with um, their online service and like how the gold membership is conducted and all that good stuff. And so I guess somewhere along the line, they decided that their online service was new enough to rebrand it to network. 
I think live rolls off the tongue a little bit better, but that's that's just me. Um, yeah, I agree. Isn't PlayStation called Network? This yeah, seems... PlayStation Network, the PSN. Yeah. Oh, now I see what's happening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, the, shady, now it's coming together. You shady son of a bitch. <laughs> Phil Spencer, we're on to you. <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah, I guess you could call it PlayStation Network. Actually, I guess like it's PlayStation Plus is technically the name they've given to the live service that you pay for. But like PSN you... sounds better to me. Yeah, but I mean, like, where you navigate to pick up your games, like, on the online store, I guess that could be considered PlayStation Network, so. I don't know. All it I do know... It just seems weird to rebrand after all this time. Yeah, Xbox Live is catchy, and it was fun, and it, they've gone with it for years. I just... Like, this is the thing that you're gonna rebrand? <laughs> well, apparently, it's always been Microsoft Xbox Live Network. And so now they just took out the live because apparently live is too redundant. But I mean, they never advertised the network part. So Xbox Network, I'm for years, I'm still going to call it Xbox Live. Like it will always be Xbox Live to me. <laughs> and that's exactly the problem. It's like how, you know, sometimes a brand just gets a like constantly associated with that product. Like how you like how we call tissues Kleenex. Yeah. You know, like like something like that. All Kleenex are tissues, but not all tissues are Kleenex. Precisely. It's going to be like, hey, can I have an Xbox Live membership? And it's like, it's Xbox. Ne no. Yes. You, you may have, have an Xbox e network. Yeah. But they're just going to give up eventually. I feel like, yeah, you can have Xbox. Yeah, it's Live. Xbox Live. Whatever. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there was a ton of things that Xbox could have done to like, I don't know, enhance their console. And this was not it. <laughs> nah, so, nah, this was the squeaky wheel that needed fixing. <laughs> the bad wheel on the shopping cart. This was it. <laughs> so we could have optimized our platform in the home screen. No, 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 no. Divert all of our attention to marketing. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I'm not, and I mean PlayStation's got its, you know, shit that it needs to work on, too. I'm not saying like, ah, this is Microsoft, but it's like, as a gamer, from a gamer's perspective, it's like, come on, guys, there's a lot of other things that we could be working on right now. How's the new Halo coming along? <laughs> How is the new Halo coming along? I don't know. That's the point. <laughs> I would much rather have Halo news than them letting me know that uh, Xbox Live is dead and Xbox Network is my new best friend. I feel like that. Ty yeah, that Tyler, the creator meme where he just goes, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so yes now this not so quick take anymore is kind of like okay cool xbox moving on yeah speaking of moving on how about we move on to some game releases yeah you guys mind if i do it this week go it for it yeah you know what jp i think you can do it i think i, I can you. i think i can i think i can okay so copyright <laughs> On that April, train will sue you. I think if I, I think if I sing it poorly, um, it doesn't count as copyright. So can you auto auto tune me sounding just like? How about bad flute music? <laughs> <laughs> I'll I don't see know how, how much time I have. I, I don't, don't know how you, you do that. I don't think you have to worry about copyright with "I think I can" from Thomas the Tank Engine. That's like it's the react. Not Thomas, it's the little engine it's that the little could. Engine that oh, for could, the love bro. of God, Jesus, Chez. It was a very important book to my childhood. It's like the React channel trying to coin the word React. The courts were just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I digress. So upcoming game releases. On April 1st, we've got Outriders coming to the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then on April 6th, we've got Lost Worlds Beyond the Page coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And also on April 6th, we've got Oddworld Soulstorm coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC. That's exciting. What does this mean? <laughs> I was just what trying to figure it out. What does this mean? Okay, I'm going to post this on Twitter later because this is fantastic. But Peach has posted under our hype up one oncoming game. It's like a meme of Carl Weezer going, what's wrong, Jimmy Coons? 
Could it be you're craving my croissants? Um, you don't know how we Carl Weezer pronounce it. It's croissants. <laughs> Why did you put this here? Because there's no games to hype up, so. Oddworld! Oddworld! You didn't have to do this! You didn't have to do this! <laughs> there's no need! It's <laughs> You cannot forget to post this meme. <laughs> I'm posting Our this fans must be as confused as we are. Now looking for a new <laughs> script writer because the current one is trifling. <laughs> JP, don't you want any croissants? 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 I don't even remember how he says Oh my god, I hate my life. I, think, I hate myself because I think this is really funny. What happened? We we were doing so well. Yeah, we were. Damn it, peaches. <laughs> All right. I'm going to post that to Twitter later because it's gold. But other than that, we don't really have much else. Um, Next week, we're just going to be doing a pretty simple games or not next week. On Saturday, we're going to be doing a pretty simple games review. We've been hitting it hard lately. So we're just going to do something a little simple. Talk about the games we're playing. But I think pretty soon we're talking about another collaboration with uh, Rainbow Road getting Travis back over here. So we've got that to look forward to in the future. Huh? And yeah, and he proposed a brand new segment that I'm kind of in love with. I read the segment in the Twitter notes and it is very good. Very, very good. It's very good. I'm impressed, Travis. So, yeah, get ready for that. But next week, we're just doing games review. And until then, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. One last shout out to Paul changing our artwork again. I just feel like we need one more shout out to him. Oh, I'm going to link his uh, I'm actually going to do a shout out on Twitter, too, where I'll like uh, I'm going to get link his website in the bio of this episode. But also, we're just going to give him a full shout out on Twitter. If you're out there, you need some artwork done. We know a fucking guy who will do you some good work. Yeah. Until then, that's going to do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Later. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.